Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. I'm excited today. They call me Q the Boss. Big Boss is in the building today. Listen, I'm bringing a very special guest today. Yeah, this is my guy, just so you guys know. You know, um, we built a very good bond. He's an amazing man. You know, I respect him so much, man. This guy, you know, very, very prominent, man. You know, NBA superstar, Coutinho Mobley, guys. You know, this guy, you know, we've been building a bond and we've been talking a lot. And um, I'm a fan. You know, I'm not just a fan of him as an athlete, but I'm a fan of him as a man. I like the way he thinks. You know, he's really um, adamant about helping fix the culture. You know, we speak about a lot of different things and a lot of different topics. And a lot of these things really matter because a lot of people need to hear these things, right? Because we're in a world now, socially, I feel like that we're in a space where a lot of people are not trying to hear reality, right? So now this is the dilemma. You have people who are so captive, who's all in their feelings about the truth. So we talk about things that really matter. But, you know, when he come in, we're going to really talk about a lot of different topics, right? But we're going to first summarize where he's come from, you know, how did he get to where he is today? Because I know a lot of people would like to know that, right? Coutinho Mobley was the duel of Steve Francis and Coutinho Mobley. Anybody knows the Houston Rockets, like, you got to know. Like, you don't know basketball if you don't know Coutinho Mobley. We're talking about NBA professional ball player, Coutinho Mobley, right? And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, like I said again, I'm a fan. We've been talking a lot lately. And um, honestly, you know, I love the way he thinks and the conversations we've been having have been very prominent as far as getting the responses that we want. You know, people are really tapping in and hearing the conversations because, listen, sometimes, you know, when you have conversations, it's hard to explain everything. The man, the myth, the legend is here, guys. He is here. You know, let's give this man his flowers. You know, um, Kat, before we even get started, I want you to know I'm honored. And, I, you know, you know, I value you so much, and I want you to know I appreciate you for even doing this for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's you know, up with you? Listen, I'm a, I'm a blessed guy, man. We can't complain, right? We blessed guys, <laughs> brother. Listen, let me give you flowers, you know, because yesterday was Father's Day. And let me give you your flowers before we even get started. You know, I got to meet the beautiful family. And I'm going to tell you, man, you have a beautiful family. I, I, listen, your smile was so sincere yesterday. I got to really see how happy they make you, brother. You know, yeah. I met the little princess. You know, I met the big guy. I met the, the bigger guy, you know, and it's amazing, right? You know, but um, what I want, the reason why I wanted to do this with you, man, is I, I want you to know that I value your words. I love how you think. You know, you're, 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 Listen, I want to give you your flowers while you're here. We're not doing it when you're dead. We're doing it right now. You're getting your flowers, my brother. You're an amazing brother, man. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Just trying to do my part. That's all. So let's let's start to the humble beginnings. Like, you know, where, where are you from, for those who don't know? Yeah, so um, I'm from, uh, my name's Katina Mobley. I'm from uh, North Philadelphia. I'm from Philly. Uh, born and raised. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talent to come out of there. A lot of good people. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I was uh, blessed to have four parents. Wow. Uh, two amazing fathers. My stepfather actually passed away 
my my rookie year in the NBA. He was my oracle. Wow, wow. Uh, my father's still here. Uh, my father and I are super close. He comes back and forth from Philly to uh, L.A. Wow. to hang with me and the kids. And uh, my mother and I are really close. So she's in Houston, so she comes back and forth as well. So we got a really tight family. You know, I got brothers and sisters. But, yeah, we're, we're Philadelphians, man. Just so you know, guys, Philadelphia, I told him the other day, Philadelphia is very geographical, right? We talk <laughs> <laughs> very New York the same way, guys, just so y'all know that. I'm from New York. New York is very geographical. So let's let's say by way of which which part of Philly exact. Well, I'm I'm from North Philadelphia. North Philadelphia, you're born you and gotta, raised, right? You gotta state that. I mean, guys from West Philly, South Philly, Southwest, they'll they'll tell you where they're from. They go hard it's, up there, bro. They go hard yeah. in Philly, man. But like, yeah. okay, wait, let me ask you something. Going into like your like, like collegiate level, did you always knew that you had the potential to be an NBA player? Um, I didn't. I, I, you know, I think it, it dawned on me maybe sophomore year, yeah. going into junior year that I can play in the pros. Um, and it was just my thought. It wasn't really something people would say, oh, you know, he can, you know, not like Kobe, where it's like, you can be a pro. Uh, but again, too, there's the Malcolm Gladwell, the author uh, the author, he, he speaks about a book called Outliers. Okay. And the 2,000-hour theory plus the um, your environment. Yes. And my environment at the time was Rasheed Wallace, who played in the pros, Alvin Williams played in the pros, wow. Kobe Bryant, Aaron McKee, Eddie Jones, Rick Brunt. It was so, Jason Law, it was so many of us, Mark Macon. It was so many of us that were around each other that were actual pros. Yes. But only a few you knew were pros. Wow. So... So coming up, yeah. who, who, who would you say was like, even to this day, who do you think is the greatest ball player of all time? Who do you think it is? In the NBA? All time. From the, from the NBA. I, I, me, I mean, you know, Michael was my GOAT growing up. Yes. But playing the game and knowing what they, all players need. Yes. Uh, is LeBron James. Wow. You know, that's my GOAT. I'm going to be honest with you. LeBron is my GOAT. And, yeah, and I think it's because but see, Mike was my goal growing up. Yes, right. Yes, yes. But then when you start getting older, it's like when we're talking about his fathers, right? Yes. Like, you know, I'm gonna talk. I want to talk later on today about this at five yes. thirty. Is about eight thirty your time? Yes. But uh, Russell Simmons was going through something. I'm sorry, I'm pivoting, but I'm that's going okay. Back it's to okay. It. It's okay. But you know, when you're younger, the house that you lived in looked big. Yes. Um, your mom and your dad was your life. They were your Bible. They tell you certain things. And then you start getting older and you're like, you start to understand life more. You're like, yeah, this person right here is the person you build that team around. Yes. Because he's going to make everybody great, better, yes. right? Yes. So that's my LeBron James, right? My Le yes. LeBron James is the guy, you could take four dudes from Home Depot and LeBron James is taking him to the playoffs. Yes, Maybe not is. winning, but he's taking him. He's going to get him there. He's going to get him there to the promised land. You know, you yeah. know the one thing I've gotten yeah. to, to get to know you, and I will say that you're – you're one of the humblest stars I've ever met, right? Because it's like, I can clearly see you know who you are and you're comfortable in your skin, right? Mm -hmm. I can tell, like, just genuinely how you speak, right? You say it with uh, meaning and you stand behind what you say. And that's one of the main reasons why I look at you as my big bro, right? And, and, I, and I respect sure. you with so much integrity. You know, um, were you always like that? Did you always see yourself as, I'm me, you have to accept me, or did you have to develop into that? Well, I mean, I always, um, my grandmother used to always say my soul was always old. 
So I would I remember uh, when I was really little, and her and I were on the um, the sub. We were the L train, and um, she didn't have to tell me this. Uh, she was I was sitting down with next to her, and then a, a, a older lady got on the train, uh-huh. and I got right up so she could sit down. Wow! And I remember my grandmother. I'm, I might be about seven. Yes. I, I just my grandmother. She was always amazed on how I thought. I think for others. I don't think for myself. Yes. Right. And I'm very blessed to be one of uh, not only 7 billion people on earth that's living, but to understand that there could have been other people born. There could have been other people, could have been 6465 playing the NBA. Yes. It was only 5,000 of us. I was one of them and not even, you know, I was a star. So it's not like I'm poking my chest out you know, and born a black man, yes, right? Yes, yes, like, yes. That's yes. A power in itself. Yes, it is. So it's, you know, once we can really understand the transition of souls and who you become and why are you here, I think for me, I developed into understanding that, right? I am, I'm not special. Yes. But, you know, maybe people think I am and how I, but, you know, I, I just, it's hard to explain. I just know what I'm, I should do, what I'm supposed to do. And that, you know, Kobe was 40-some years old when my brother passed, yeah. right? He thought he had yeah. another 40, 50 years. Agreed. So like, understanding that about life, yes, I think that's what humbles me that, right, you, you have this knowledge and you have this talent and you have this access and you have this and, you know, what are you doing with it? Right. Agreed. Agreed. It could be somebody else. He could have he could have gave it to somebody else. Yes. Right. Yes. So I mean, I, I think that's just for me. And then like you say, you said, like I I understand who I am. Agreed. And I'm okay. I'll stay in the background. Yes. Right? I'll just yo, go tell him. Yes. Right. Or if you want me to stay in the front, I'll stay in the front. Yes. But I'm but I'm not here for me. I'm here for us. I agree. And 100%. I'm always there. and I can tell the way the way you um just invited me into like to the family, bro. It's crazy, and and, and you know humbly, I I talk to my guys about you a lot, and I tell them you're just an amazing person, right? Thank you. To to, to this not disregarding what you've done NBA wise, I'm talking about as a human, right? Mm-hmm. I can feel your spirit that you're just intact with yourself, and yes. once one knows self value, man, there's only sky's the limit, right? And, and yes. like for me. You know, sitting back, admiring you as a young former athlete myself and just seeing Katino Mobley, right? To be able to sit here and actually have a conversation with you was like, wow. Look at how life can go full circle, right? Yeah. But but again, you know, that left-hand shot, right? You know, we were talking about that lefty shooting, man. It was crazy. It's hard to defend lefties, just so y'all know that. It's hard. Right. It's kind of right. like unorthodox, kind of, because you're so used to the right, right? Was yeah. it, so, you know, looking back, um, who would you say... Outside of, like, say, Michael Jordan, who inspired you? I know you told me before, you know, a story about um, your stepfather, and I want them to understand, you know, you 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 don't have to come from a bad situation in order to be great, right? Some people just have to understand and appreciate their situation. You know, the one thing I love is how you give your family so much flowers, you know, how much you keep acknowledging that they played so much of a adamant role in your life, right? So I want you to explain to someone, because you have the kids that come up in the ghetto and you have kids that come up in middle-class suburbia. You know, it's just a gift and working hard. Anyone could be successful, right? Because I'm pretty sure as an athlete, you've seen both sides of the coin, right? Yeah. You know, um, again, everybody has their own story. 
um, you know, the creator, uh, we call him God, has blessed me to have, you know, my stepfather, my stepmother, my mom, my dad. Yes. None of them, none of the other more, all of them were amazing in their own, you know, space. Um, I, you know, I grew up uh, uh, with a lot of love, man. Um, you know, I, there was no molestation by my parents. There was no beating like there was that. It was, you know, my mom probably whooped your ass a little bit, but that was back in the 80s, yes, you know, where they yes. thought that was the right thing to do. And, Agreed. you know, what I'm saying? my stepfather, my dad always just talked to me, you know, just kind of helped me become a man yes. instead of a man. Yes. Um, to control my emotions. And at a very young age, you know, listen, you're growing up in Philadelphia, your emotions are a little, not saying just Philadelphia, it's all around New York, everywhere, but, of course, you know, once you try to practice how to control emotions, think um that helps you navigate through life because life is so chaotic yes you know um you know I, I, again i can't speak for anybody else who grew up grew up in the hood but for me um just really paying attention when older people now listen th- there can be older people um talking to you that's not telling you to do the right thing yes You'll find out what that is sooner or later. And hopefully you're not damaged from it. Wow. And you can't, what you can do is you can thank them, especially if it's wrong. I agree. Because once you find out that it's right, I mean, what's right, then you know not to do that anymore, right? So God gives you these messages through life. Yes. yes. And I think, you know, I didn't just become this peaceful person. And, you know, it was every single day wanting to gravitate to peace, yes. wanting to gravitate to understand wanting to know you know gravitate to knowledge yes you know yes. Of oneself yes. first right and yes. why am i here what's my purpose yes. you know it's like i think we're a product of our past but you know like it's 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 like but we're not prisoners of it right Agreed. so Agreed. like from the hood like yeah you're a product of the hood but you're not a prisoner so you can become better as a person right there's resources out there there's things out there you can yes. just you can detach yourself from. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It, it's it, it's not easy, but it it ain't it ain't impossible. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of people feel like um they're a victim of circumstance, right? And they allow their circumstances to uh, basically hinder their rest of life. And I've noticed that a lot of people have made uh, uh certain decisions because they believe that this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, when you when you talk to people, right? I've come from the bottom, single mother you know, made poor decisions, but made great decisions also, right? Because it's life. We live and we learn, we grow from it. But again, it's a part of your testimony and your story. But the one thing I do like is, um, you know, to make it to a, to a professional level. I had to tell a guy the other day, it doesn't matter if a guy played a half a season, a whole season, or many seasons. To make it to the professional level, when we know how many people want that, that says volumes, right? Mm-hmm. It says volumes. Because that means you had to be substantially beyond average to be in that level right and to be a star mm-hmm. like yourself is even even more uh to overcome right because you have to mm-hmm. stand out amongst a lot of people you know and be consistent doing it too yes yes <laughs> yes going into your rookie yeah. season right where where when when you knew that i'm here and i belong here when was that moment as you said to yourself i belong here huh <sighs> um i i knew it before i got drafted Okay. But it was just now, once I got there, it was just um, 
the 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 reassurance from Scottie Pippen and Charles Barkley and you know they were he you know I want I want him to start I want him to play you know because they believed in me yes. and you know you can believe in yourself all you want right and that's a good thing but then when someone else believes in you also that just pushes you over yes. right to the, the other level and and you know they gave me that confidence and then also too is the work ethics that they did Agreed. right telling me to like make sure you know because doubt is in everything doubt is in everything in life right of course it's it's gonna be bad days and good days but if you're consistent with your good the bad won't last long throughout the day i agree 100 so that's where confidence comes in at for me uh especially at that young age is just staying on the course like just every single morning, waking up this time, working out, doing this, doing that. So you'll have more great days than not. Yes. So they won't, the bad days won't bother you as much because you know it's just, uh, it's just Monday. It's all good. Agreed. I'll come back and I'll kill them. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Just, just attack it like that. Um. So yeah. So I, I, I knew I could play. Mm-hmm. I knew I belonged. Mm-hmm. It's just the older guys. Because sometimes, you know, listen, you, uh, you know, no one does anything them by themselves. Agreed. It's some, someone in there helped. You need a team. In some way. You need a team. Right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, Jimmy Butler, right? Yes. Right. Um, his mom kicked him out. His best friend's mom, white lady, raised him. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? So. Look at his story. Right. And he just did the rest. Yes. So. You know, there's a, yeah, there's, I, I, you ever seen the, um, remember the, um, the Netflix series with, um, I think it was the Redeem team with the LeBron and all of them. Was yeah. that, that's the Redeem team, right? You know, what was amazing about that whole thing that I saw? Kobe Bryant, right? Mm-hmm. All the guys went out to go party and have fun, right? Yeah. Kobe yeah. still had the extreme discipline. So when they're coming in the hotel from partying, he's literally going into the gym, preparing himself to compete, right? Because he knew what he was there for. So mm-hmm. to be able to live above influence, right, and still be yourself is it, very uh, uh, amazing when a person finds that peace with oneself. So to mm-hmm. see that even the Mamba, right, he says, you mm-hmm. know what, you guys are going up. And then noticing that their routine changed by being around them. You know, one day I had to tell a guy, I said, um, in life, it's not easy to change the room that you're in, but it's easier to change the room that you're in, right? So sometimes you have to remove yourself from the room you're in and go into another room. It is so much right. easier, right? And some people can't see that. You know, they want to be around people that's um that's basically controlling their thinking. And I'm like, you'll be surprised at what a child can paint if you give them a blank canvas. And I'm mm-hmm. like, in life, we have to take a new canvas and repaint the lifestyle right. that we want and the mentality that we want by being around right. people. I like I like-minded people. Like you, but for yourself, I like being around people like you and talking to you because you show me that I'm going on the right direction, right? You're saying like mm-hmm. this is right, and you need to people from from peers and people you respect to tell you that. That's why I understand what you said about the Scottie Pippen and the Charles Barkleys, right? You need to hear those things because social media is a world where it can make you feel like second guessing your words. You're like, did I say something wrong? But then you got to know your intent. You know, you got to know your intent. My intent wasn't to hurt someone with the truth, right? But the, the, the fear, the, the reality is the, the lie should be the enemy, not the truth. And like, how, right. do we, how do we get to that level now 
We're showing people that the lie is the devil. It's not the truth. That's the devil. You know, um, life is an algorithm. Yes. So you got to be careful what you put inside your 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 mind, your body, because it will give you back what you're interested in. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's that's one of them. Um, and I think also too, the truth doesn't mind being questioned. Mm. Right. So a lie doesn't like being challenged. Agreed. Hundred percent. Right. So, you know. It, I think the more too is the more we serve others, yes, others, the happier we are as humans. I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. When we we don't think like that enough, so there's a lot of um, there's a lot of selfish intent. I agree, hundred percent. Right, because listen, you can give a person that wants money. I always tell, I tell my son this. He's a he's an artist, uh, one of the oldest ones. Yes. And um, we were driving uh, to my youngest son's uh, AAU game yesterday, and we were talking about because he draws and stuff. And we were talking about a lot of his drawings. He's amazing at it. Wow. And I said, uh, I said, uh, what's your intentions? Yes. Right. Like, what do you want from this? Yes. Because if somebody might gives you ten million dollars, five hundred million dollars, what are you going to do? What do you want? Right. And that's, I said, this is not a question you have to answer right away. But like some basketball players, some football players, baseball players, some actors, some actresses, they want to be noticed. Yes. They don't really love the art. Yes. 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 Right? Yes. Like, well, some women, they just, they don't want to be a mother. Right. It's they like just the idea want of it. This. Yeah. The idea, yes. right? Yes. Fathers, they some fathers they don't want to be fathers. They just love the idea. Agreed. And you know, we we get a little confused with titles yes. so much that we don't really understand exactly what it means to be exactly that. I agree, hundred percent. I'd be hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So, you know, it's it's a tough, it's a tough thing, and you know, brothers like yourself, myself. A lot of us, uh, D D my boy, Don J. Whitfield, we speak a lot about life and uh, he's intense as well. He's from New York. Wow. He lives here. He lives He lives here. He's an actor. Uh, Sally Ray Richardson, I think is his wife. Yes, yeah, her name Sally. Um, and he he wrote a book called uh, Man vs. Male, which wow. is a great book wow. also. Wow. Um, I'm going to send you my book too. I'm, okay, please. Yeah, I, I, love, I love reading. Um, but yeah, you know, it's... Um, you know, I would tell people, love yourself over anything else, but be selfless, not selfish. And then another thing, I think when people are looking on social media and people are, um, you know, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, you want to become great or something. I yeah. think even with emotions, like you have to have, Kobe had boundaries. Yes. Yes. So some people may take that as stuck up, standoffish, this, that, whatever. Like you have to learn how to have boundaries. Yes. And if you if you have a career, if you want a career, if you want to be great, you have to give things up. Yes. You have to say yes. no. You have to do that. I was telling my youngest son is 13 that like it's okay to have fun with your friends. But if you guys want to get to a certain level and I've been there. Yes. You have to have boundaries. Agreed. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Right. Balance with your mother because she's not, she's she's never been a pro. This is what it takes to be a pro. 
So it's not, no, I'm going to hang over and do nothing. I got to go do this, right? Because this is my life. Yes. Like, this is where I want to go. Yes. So, you know, having boundaries is very, very important to succeed in life, man. And I think a lot of us don't understand what that truly means. You know, you know, my son, and, and you know, my rule in my house is do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I said, knowing that what you have to do is more important than what you want to do. I said, what you want to do, you have to earn that privilege, right? But if you keep overly indulging on what you want to do, you ultimately going to realize you actually done nothing, right? right? And this is how we talk all the time. And I keep reminding him every day, like, look, it's not about impressing me when the cameras are on. It's what you do when no one is watching you. It's who you truly are. And he's, he sees it now. He's starting to understand it. I'm like, it's the repetition, right? I said, you have to have the repetition of continuously sacrificing, continuously doing whether I'm looking or whether I'm not looking. This has mm-hmm. to become you, right? This point now, when we say what we're saying on this podcast or on live, this is genuinely who we are. So I don't have mm-hmm. to rehearse. You don't have to rehearse because this right, is how right. we speak, right? And I noticed right. some guys, they have to be prepared to have these conversations. Some guys mm-hmm. ask me, what question are you going to ask me? I'm like, why are you worried if you know who you are? Don't tell mm-hmm. lights, camera, action, right? Be yourself. That's one thing I see 100% about you. You don't mind. You know who you are again, and you say, this is what it is. Like me, hate me, but I'm me, right? And I feel like right. that's one of the reasons why I think society is having a problem. They're too busy, with, especially with social media. It's like, I'm going to give you who I think people want to see opposed to who I really am, right? And, well, we're all actors, right? Yes, we're we're, we're yes. all actors. I say this. Um, in the most humble way, um, it, it took me a, a, a while, you know, I'm almost 50, 47, 48, that to really understand what role I want to play as this actor. Yes. Right. Yes. And um, we, you know, you come in with no script. Yes. Right. You have to learn a script. And that script may be a mother or father or crackhead mom, crackhead dad, alcoholic mom, alcoholic dad, yelling mom, alpha dad, pay beta dad. It's all these different... So who, who do I want to be? My, my uncle was cool as shit. His uncle right here was this. My grandma was that. My grandfather was this. It's so many actors. Agreed. 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 And now we have to pick what role you want to play and then master that role. Become a method actor in it. Yes. And I, the, the best method actor acting that you should practice is selfless, self-love, and, and, and spreading that out. You know, and... You know, it, it's our parents' fault because they, you know, they've learned from someone else. So I always say we are children and grown-up bodies playing an adult. Okay. So what adult did you actually start to play? This loser over here, this person that did not know what they were talking about over here. I told my oldest son this, and he'll come in here and tell you right now. I said, I, I research everything. I read. I do everything. I'm not always right. But I'm 99%. I promise you this one, that I've researched this. So I said, if you don't believe me, all you got to do is go Google it. Go, go, look, go it look it up look for it yourself. Up. But I'm not going to tell you some shit that I did not at all research. I did not, I don't really believe. I'm not doing that. You know, you just know, won't work with me. And a lot of parents do that. You know something funny? One of my guys in the studio with me right now, we, we talk about this. People are very opinion and feeling based. There's no experience, right? They don't learn mm-hmm. from experience the way we used to as young guys. Experience mm-hmm. is always going to be the best teacher, no matter what, right. right? I have to remind people sometimes, an older person was your age. You haven't been the age yet. 
So you have to just mm-hmm. be mindful of, of, of learning, right? The other day, me and a young guy was talking. I told him PTSD is real. And he said, how can you explain that to be real? He said, I don't think it's real. I said, it is real. He said, elaborate. I said, growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in, when people come up, run up on you fast, you, you defend yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I said, and that's become a trauma. I said, now fast forward. The other day, you know, now with the social media platform, people are starting to recognize me more. I go into the mall. Somebody run up on me. Man, I jump into a fighting stance. The guy gets nervous. I said, I got to apologize. I'm not used to this yet, right? I said, you know, you, you know, as Catino Mobley, I'm pretty sure you've always been approached, you know, so you used to that, right? But the one thing I want to say is about the, like, the, the big three. A lot of young guys are getting to see what we've seen you do on the court already. So they're getting mm-hmm. to see it because my son was laughing. He was like, isn't that? that? I said, yes. He's like, but dad, he's all, I said, he's great. He's killing. I said, yeah. <laughs> so don't let, don't let that great fool you, brother. That's called wisdom, bro. I said, great is for wisdom. Yeah. It is not for old. I said, you know, and I talked to him about these things and he's like, yo, you're right. And, you know, seeing guys like you and um, seeing what you're doing, it's like, wow, this guy can still hoop, right? You mm-hmm. can hoop, hoop, not hoop, but hoop, yeah. hoop. Right. right. It's amazing. Right. How do you keep yourself so fit and, and so in shape? Um, I go to bed early at night. Um, See, sleep is made. I have a certain diet that uh, was chicken, fish, you know, vegetables. Uh, and I'm at peace, man. Like, you know, I know I'm not going to get 30 and 40 all the time, but I pick my spots when I play out there. I try to teach while I'm playing. So I won't have to exert my body as much. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, it's it's the intelligence of it for me um, was, of course, of, of, was was earned, right? Because yes. of all the years. Yes. Right? So um, I just like to, I like to, I'm happy and blessed to be able to teach while I'm playing. Yes. Right? Because a lot of the younger guys, me just speaking it, they can't see it. I got to be able to be out there and do it and orchestrate this so they can, see. you know, yeah. See it themselves. Then now you go do it because that's how I learned. You know, when we were young boys, you go to the uh, the park and you're playing with the old heads. Yeah. And they're teaching you how to play the game and things like that. So I think it needs to be more older guys helping these younger guys navigate. And like, I'm just, this is using a metaphor of it's like basketball, right? Life okay. is like that. Like yes. the older guy that did it before. Yes. You know, you know, there's an older guy that may not be as successful as you, but you know what? He went to jail because of this, so he did this because of that. He's still teaching you. Just because yes. he's not, don't make your money, he's still teaching you something. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, but, but you know, yeah. you know, when you talk to young guys, you tell them stuff like a fool can teach you how not to be a fool, right? Yes. By, not, by watching what they're doing, they can show you how not to. You know, but um, I want to ask you this question. You know, on and off the court, you can say either or. Who do you think was your greatest coach through life? My greatest coach through life is my stepfather. Wow. You give this guy a yeah. lot of flowers, man. You know, and, and wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Yeah. And so you know, he, he spoke to me like this all the time. Yeah. Right? My dad is beautiful. Like, he's a good guy. He He's, if you meet my father, you'd be like, damn, you'll fall in love with him. You'd be like, damn, this dude is a good dude, man. Yeah. He's on the side of right. And, you know, he's a two-striker. Yeah, you know, and so you know, he grew up in the streets, and I knew my grandma, and my grandpa, but they couldn't afford to keep all the kids, so they gave them up. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? But yeah. I still knew my grandma, and my grandpa. So, you know, and my dad never drank or smoked in his life. My grandma, and my grandfather was alcoholics. Wow. You wow. know what I'm saying? My grandma died. Uh, uh, she had a throat cancer. Yeah. 
So, um, you know, he that's that was his that was his lesson he had to learn from his parents that I don't do this, right? And it's more extreme because he don't believe people, you know, should be drinking and smoking, and you know, rightfully so because of the trauma from his younger age, uh, whatever. But my stepfather was um he's brilliant. He was brilliant, he loved you, he kissed you, he hugged you. He, he, you know, he was just, he was just a good man, man. And uh, my mom did anything right. She, she picked two dudes, one to make me and the other one to help build. Wow. 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 On the court though, who would you say is your greatest teammate that you've ever had and and why? Are are they meant so much to your career? I mean, it was a short stint with him, but uh, Grant Hill and I, uh, you know, Grant's just flat out solid. I mean, he's salt of the earth. Yeah. He, uh, I wish I could have been with him more. Yeah. Grant, great family man. He's a he's a great person. Um, he's a single. He's a he's you know he's the only child. He doesn't even act. He doesn't have only child syndrome. Um, not in my eyes. Yeah. Um, he was so much for team. He's so much for family. So much for getting better. He was. He's a great businessman. Grant to me is like LeBron. He's wow. like he's like he's just selfless. I love I love those two guys, man, because it's very hard to to navigate through life and have the energy and time for everyone. Yes, you get burned right, out. and then be pure about it and yes. be pure about yes. it. You yes. know, yes. So those two guys to me, um, and you know, LeBron wasn't my teammate, but uh, oh, as a I brother, get it. I get it. Yeah. in a year. Uh, you know, I just, because I know how hard it is. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day, right? And I said, there's a word that starts with an M and ends with an R. I think more people that look like you and I need to learn that we need them. He was like, what is that word? I said, a mentor. And he looked mm-hmm. at me and I said, I feel like um, we were taught that you don't need people, right? And ultimately realizing later as adults that you need people. And people mm-hmm. are the best investments in life that you can make, right? Right now, that's- you're pouring into your children. That's an investment, right? The time, the 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 love, the patience, right? The compassion, and you you're raising um uh, modest citizens, people that are doing something prominent with their lives and going to make an impact in the world, right? Mm-hmm. So when I told mm-hmm. a guy, I said, we must learn that in order to learn or to create the life or to be what you want, you have to mirror someone, right? Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant mirrored Michael Jordan. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan mirrored Dr. J, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron James is just a, I don't know. I can't really say. <laughs> I would say Grant, Grant Hill, though. Grant Hill was similar yeah. back. Grant Hill was the Grant closest. Was that, Grant was that guy, people don't understand. If Grant didn't get injured, he would have been. You're talking about the GOAT. You're talking about one of the GOATs. I believe Like, it. Grant was so amazing, man. Yeah. It was. Listen, he was a point forward, right? I think, yes. I think two of the guys who careers... I would have had love from start to end in their primes and longer tenures is Penny Hardaway and oh. definitely Grant Hill. Those are t- Gosh, those, I would have loved to see it. And you know, I wish I could give Wes him a redo too. I'm going to be honest with you because I watch, I watch um, two guys, they, they tease because of injuries. One is Sam Bowie because you remember he went before Jordan and also yeah. a guy by the name of Greg Oden because he went before Kevin Durant, right? Greg injuries. Oden. Yeah, they hurt these two guys' careers, right? And Greg was yeah. Greg was a good guy, but yeah, injuries, right? It's a sweet guy, sweet yeah. guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two. That's two really good ones too. That's yeah. two really good. 
but Grand Hill to me was gosh. Wow. Oh God, unbelievable player. Bro, unbelievable. I, I, I wore Felas because of Grand Hill. I'm gonna keep it honest. Yes. <laughs> he made him cool. <laughs> yes, he did. You gotta admit it. Grand Hill made Felas cool, bro. It's he just made what him it cool, is, bro. Listen, I like, I like. Look, Shaq was one of my favorite players, but I wore Felas more because of Grand Hill. And I'm yes. like, no, not being honest, I only wore Felas because of Grand Hill. Right. 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 And it's, it's crazy because right. Grant Hill was definitely that guy. He was that he guy. Was. You know, but uh, who would you say? His, who, daughter's a, his daughter's an MMA fighter. I didn't even know that. Look her up, Mia. I'm going to look up. Pack punches, bro. But look, look at his choking, dad. His choking, dad. Uh, choking my, I, I got to check like, it out. I got to check it out. Look at his, look his dad. His dad was a football player, Hall of, I mean, NFL player. Yeah. It's in their DNA, right? At this point, it's they just were in their the blood. Obamas before. Listen. His dad, Thomas, and them, they were the Obamas before the Obamas. Wow. wow. When wow. I say, listen, pristine, mother, father, educated, beautiful people, good-looking people, stay out the way, classy, that's the Huxtables. That's the real Huxtables right there. That's, I mean, when you watch them, I'm telling you, they, they need to do a documentary on Grant, his mom, and his dad of just being a black family in America. I swear they just, politically, everything. They're just, they're amazing. Wow, wow. They're amazing. You know, you know, like I say, you know, we have conversations and I tell people all the time, when a person don't know who they are, they tend to behave how they're taught, right? And, and, and the one thing I want to get into mm -hmm. a topic about, we talk about this a lot. What do you think are some of the social issues right now that's affecting uh, the structure of our children? Like what what is really affecting them? I know we talk about social media, but what do you think socially is really throwing our children off right now. Cause like for me, I see that there's the way a lot of children are being raised. It's like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. And, and, and socially it's weird because like, first off, you know what you've been through. Why do you want to procreate the same traumas? Right. I don't want to have my children go through the same. Love misery love. It does. It does. It does. Right. It does. You know, I was having a conversation with a younger guy and you know, we were talking about that and I said, the one thing he said to me, uh, Mo, you gonna you you agree with this? He said, "If I'm your son, Q, he was like, if you told me to do A, B, C, he said, by the time I told I opened Instagram, it told me to do X, Y, Z. He said, it's too many distractions and too many opinions coming at light speed, right? And I and I didn't realize it when when he when he said it, I was like, you know what, you're right. He said it comes at light speed. He said there's so many different opinions. So he said, so when my dad told me to do something. Somebody else tell me my dad's wrong. And I was like, wow, wow, wow. You know, what do you think we can do to help the youth, you know, to move forward? Um, I would have to evaluate what he said by how much time his dad actually spent with him growing logic, up. Logic, logic. Right, because my 23-year-old son still listens to me. Yes. Right, my 13-year-old my son listens to me. Their friends listen to me. Right. Um, I think we it's the chicken and the egg. Right. Because if you grow up with no father, you, you know, you tend to have female emotions, I agree. which they call toxic masculinity. But if you do grow up with a mentor, a strong man, not a male a man, I think that starts to help the progress of the future of people. Yes. Um, you know, women can only do but so much. Right. But you need that man's voice that sternness and, and a complete man, a, a, a strong man, um, uh, you know, an alpha man, you know, and it don't, you actually don't really have to 
you don't have to yell, right? Yes. You can yes. you can definitely improve the argument in a softer way and sometimes a stern way. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think I think men are so important. I agree. In our lives that will make life better for all of us. I agree hundred percent. You need to really men call other men out too, right? Like if you're not taking care of your kids. Bro, yo, you can't be around me. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, I'm not saying you got to fight like how I fought, but do your best to take care of your kids, man. Just period. Super yes. simple. Yes. Right? And and then, listen, what's not simple is maybe the relationship you have with the mother. But it's talking to your children every single day or trying your best to or fighting for them in a way where, you know what I mean? Listen, let, let her call the cops on you. Well, you ain't never, you, you didn't abuse your children, sexually abuse your children, hit your children. I'm I'm coming up to this school and she, you can take her, but he, he gonna see my face every day. Yes, right. Yes. Like until I get to the the rights where I can be able to take them. Like we have to be just like you know these cats go ahead and pursue girls, go get some ass. You need to be your on your kids every single day, trying your best to make sure because you only get a certain amount of time of their brain development. Yes, and then the rest of the world takes it from them. Yes. So, yes. you know, that's why for me, I didn't go and go for the money and coaching and could make millions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. I spent millions of dollars to make sure I keep mine. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So if these opportunities with making millions of dollars come after, that's cool. But I know one thing, I know my kids are like, yo, my dad, is that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my guy. My dad was always there for me. Yes. And that's what I, you know, because my, my father and my stepfather was always there for me. Wow. 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 You know, something crazy, like when you look at back now, I listen to a lot of women. They, they, you know, it's like, it's like everything, even men is, is very toxic, right? It's like, if we don't last, uh, we can't co-parent respectfully, right? We have to be toxic, right? Someone walks away from the situation very bitter and scorned to the point where everything is a fight, right? I don't mm -hmm. think it's fair. Like I, I had a statement the other day and, and you know, and, um, you, you could choose or not to answer this or speak on this topic. But I said, mm -hmm. it's kind of unfair that a woman can get impregnated by a man and choose abortion without his permission. But yet mm -hmm. still, if he doesn't want the child, he doesn't have a right to say, if he wants, let's say, I don't want the child, she still has a child, he's still financially obligated and still obligated all around the board. But if she chooses that he wants this child and she don't, he has no say-so. And I was like, there's a lot of things right now that are very unfair when it comes to men and women, right? But again, if you divide, you shall conquer. And I'm noticing the extreme levels of division that's being created, right? It's like, I'm going to create division. I'm going to make a woman feel like you're a man because you earn. And earning don't make you a woman. It just makes you a grown-up, right? And, and vice versa for a man. A man has to consistently be a man. I can't turn this role off, right? I have to do it every day. Well, and it's a very thankless job that we understand, right? Very thankless. We just do it because we know this is what we're supposed to be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I have to admit it, right? Look at Father's Day. It's not, I'm not saying all households, but most households, it's not a big ordeal. It should be a very, very big ordeal. Because like you said a minute ago, statistics show the extreme necessity of a man. It's extreme. Men are extremely needed, right? We can go into extreme. a whole bunch of statistics that, that back both of our stances on that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, I don't know what the question was. Um, I'm pretty, I can answer it. Um, I, I'm an open book. 
But uh, in speaking about um, what you just stated, um, I think that's why I did, you know, dad's point of view, um, because I was at a dark spot of fighting for my children. And there's a lot of fathers that are out there that are going through, I think there's more emotional abuse by women than it is physical abuse by men. Yes. And this has been for, I don't know how long, how many years. Um, and sometimes men just don't want to hear it no more. And I'm not saying it's right, but then they just leave because um, of a lot of different reasons. I don't know. I don't I'm not, I didn't go around talking to every single man, but you know, it can get, you know, even for me and the tactics that these people were trying to play on a consistent basis or trying to alienate children or coaching children or playing with children's emotions or you can't see this child or give me money or your dad is not this and your dad is that and, you know, and then, then hide behind their words or act like they didn't say the things they did or they're just a child. They don't know what they're talking about. Like all these different evil tactics. Yes. You know, that's why I said, you know what? I got to create dad's point of view to make this better for for us, uh, make this better for us and to give fathers voices. And maybe, you know, some of them, it's not about like be talking down about the mother. No, I'm not, I don't, that time discovers truth, brother. I 100%, promise you this. hundred percent. Like, hundred percent. you know, there's, you know, it, it's, is there's a saying, right? And it says, um, how does it go? Uh, the saying is, um, happy is the man who can, uh, happy is the man who can make others better. Happy is the man who can make others better, not merely when he is in their company, but even when he is in their thoughts. And to me, teaching my sons how to be good people, I don't have to be around them at 23 years old. I don't have to be around my 30-year-old when he's with his friends. They just hear that voice in the thought of my father and that's how we become better. But again, too, if I'm only raised by this female and I got bitterness about my father and I don't really, my father and I haven't had a discussion, those thoughts are negative. And now I'm portraying that into the world and now I become this emotional wreck and blah, 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 blah. Listen, there's a phrase called mean girls and they're in high school. They're in grade school. That's for a reason because it's always been like that. Yes. Right? You don't just stop being a fucking mean girl. Yes. Right? You look at all the Disney, you look at all the Disney's movies, and there's there's mean stepmoms and mean moms, and you know this type of mom, that type of mom. That's real. That is real. That's real. They don't. They're real. not just making that up. It's real. You know what I mean? Like they're not just making that up. And gaslighting is real. Uh, and I want to say this on your platform: people like like this clickbaiting. Oh, narcissists! All men are narcissists. Like if you really look it up, and as far as the power and the I want all the credit. And everything. That's that's actually the mother. That's actually the mother. Yeah, men do that because they're... See, you talk about a CEO of a company. Yeah, he may be that. 
Yes. But when we're talking about parenting, usually the mom controls the shit. She does. She well, does. back then. So then now that's more of a narcissist. See, mother knows best to me. This mother said yesterday, I was joking with her because we were at the stand at the AAU game. And she said, uh, I said, uh, she, she was carrying the boys' ba- the basketball. Her husband was over there empty-handed. Okay. The boy, there was the, she had a basketball, bro, white girl, white lady. She had a basketball. She had a credit card in her hand. She had three um, uh, shakes okay. of, of listening. Okay. So as much as it is the father's fault or the son's fault, it's her fault because she's like a mother's task. I mean, we just do so much. I'm like, I said to her, I said, I don't know about a mother. I said, I mean, a lot of parents do that. And I'm a father. I'm a single father. But what I wanted to say to her, and I don't know her, but I want to say this to everybody else. is like, stop wanting to do everything and then complain that you do everything. All she had to do was, I paid for this. Hey, whatever his name is, Bob, boys, come get your ball. You hold your ball. Come get this milkshake. Yes, yes. But yes. see, when you all want to play the martyr and the goddamn victim, you do that in your household. Yes. So then now you want somebody to read your mind when you want to take a rest. Yes. It's bullshit. Yes. That's bullshit to me. It is, though. I tell my boys, my son woke up, my oldest son woke up this morning, cleaned the whole kitchen. I didn't have to tell him. Took out the trash. I had to tell him. I'm not going to sit here and I'm slaving. Up. No, no, no. No, it's a team effort. It is. You holding the boy basketball. He's still in the gym. Three shakes, your credit card, this, that, whatever. Your, your husband's sitting over there empty, empty-handed. You you trained them the right way. Yes. Because you allow it. So don't complain. You allow it. And right. a lot of women do that. You know, you know. Because they have no boundaries. Agreed. Agreed. Or they want to control the whole environment. Yes. See, because if I control this whole environment, I can complain. <laughs> then and then subconsciously they start feeling guilty. Oh damn, man, I gotta do this now. No, no, set it, set it in stone early. Yes. yes. Clean your room, take out the trash. When I come in the house and get groceries, all I got to do is come in the kitchen. I'm going to bring one bag, come in the kitchen. You'll go out there and get that, that stuff. Yes. Put your stuff in the fridge. It's yours too. Keep it simple. And we don't do that. Yes, yes. Trusty women, don't do it. And then they call themselves, then they want to complain, do all this other stuff. And it's like, I tell my mom when she comes to my house, my mom was here for a while. She loves cleaning, she loves Washing clothes, she does all doing that old old school stuff. I do it all myself. So she come in and she start complaining. But my 13-year-old, my 23-year-old, my 24-year-old, all of them, uh, listen, you can go back home. I can get the maid come over here. She don't say nothing. And she happy. I give her money. So you either be happy and doing what you want to do or don't do it. Nobody's forcing you to do this. No. 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 You feel me? You're right. It's a weird thing, man. It's a weird thing that we put ourselves in. And this lady sitting on mother's task is is never done. (laughs) I said, okay. On Father's Day, she says that to me. I'm sitting there like, sweetheart, come on. They want credit. You know something funny? There's there's a magazine. I'm not sure which one it is. Don't quote me. But I know there's a magazine right now that there are a lot of women suing the magazine because they were basically telling them that they don't need men. And they supported it and promoted it. I don't know which one it is. One of you guys can look it up, but they're they're definitely one of the magazines. They're actually being sued by a lot of women for for giving them false sense of in life, right? They're they're a purpose for women. They're a purpose for men. If not, God would have never made genders, right? It would have never even been made. It would have been that been a purpose, right? right? right. So 
In that sense, we could understand that. But when you look back and you sit back and see how, how court, the courts oppress fathers so bad mm-hmm. that a lot of men are scared or even timid to step up because it's like, she's going to win anyway. I know guys who are kind of hopeless when it comes to courts because they, they don't feel like they have no power. They feel very powerless. And sometimes a woman would say, like I posted a video, it just went crazy on social media about how, um, you know, I think you sent it to your, one of your homegirls to repost it for me. This video is going crazy right now. And the lady said to me, she did me personally, a couple of women are going crazy. She said, it's sad that if you are a real father, you would do everything it takes to be in your child's life. I said, let me tell you something. I'm going to be honest. For a guy that was in family court at 18 years old, who was still a child himself, not understanding the magnitude of maturity you have to be to even understand what's going on. I said, I was 18 when I had, 17 and a half when I had my kid. I said, fast forward, my son lives with me and he's been living with me for a very long time. And I raised him by myself for a very long time. But what I will say is this, every dog has his day. The way I was uh, treated in court was horrible. I felt like, um, I felt like I, I robbed the, 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 the world. You know, I'm like- Second class citizen? Yes, bro, it was bad. And I'm like, that kid across from me is not a friend. That's my child. I said, no matter what, Yana, I would lose me to make sure he's okay. I think me and you said this the other day. If someone came to me right now and said, either you or your son die, it's not even a question. Yeah, right? I'd say, go ahead, walk away, I got this. Yes. And I said to them, like, you know, fighting, I'm like, you have no idea. And then you missing, you, look, look, at, look at this, for a guy at work, you had a guy at the time working hard, I'm missing days of work. And it's just being adjourned, adjourned. If the woman don't show up to court, there's no held in content. If I don't show up, there's a warrant going to be issued, right? And it's like, it's unfair. And I'm like, this is so unfair. And I'm like, all I want to do is be able to be in my child's life because I know he needs me, especially as he get older. You need right. to really see a man in order to understand a man, right? Because if not, he's going to be hypersensitive when he needs to learn how to use logic more than, than feelings, Right? I'm like, you need to learn how to use your, your, your logic. You're talking logic. One plus one equals two. Right? Right. But sometimes in your feelings, one plus one won't equal two. Right? No matter how much you do. Yes. You know, you know we, uh, there's a, there was a post, um, and I'm going to talk about it tonight, uh, Russell Simmons. Um, but it was like, uh, you know, uh, something about uh, why should a father have to fight so hard just to have 50% of something about custody Come on. of their children, right? Like, I forget, I forget what exactly, but it was a Russell Simmons. Russell, Russell posted it, and his daughters, I guess, um, one of his daughters put a video, she recorded him and put the video out to, in social media, but she muted it. Yes. So you just saw his expressions and you didn't hear his voice. Yes. Which I think is which I think is slimy by her because if you really want to make a point, first of all, why you put it out for people of your business, you put that out there, but then you mute him, right? He could have been saying, I love you so much. I can't believe you're doing this. Your mother stole from me. He could have been saying something like that. Could have been. She muted it, but she just wanted people to hear, feel, see his emotions. So that's like anything. If he's got two people from a distance and they're arguing, I don't know which one's the fool. So it's kind of, it's like discrediting Russ, right? Like, it's just, and then these women were like replying 
at the bottom on on Russell and you know you should fight harder fight harder why you got to fight at all that is, why do I have to fight at all what are you talking about you see the, the one lady what's that lady uh what's the lady's name um Ayanka Ayanka she's the older black woman spiritual woman she uh she was on Oprah's thing she has like a book she has books out she's the yes, author. yes 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 she's on she's on she's sitting here the man is sitting here, his ex-wife is sitting here, and then his three daughters are lined up. All the years, she's saying that he molested the girls, he did this to the girls, da, da, da. Come to find out, they took a detector test and all that, that she lied all those years. The middle daughter, all of them are crying like surprise. The middle daughter is crying, like, why would you do that? Why would you do, why would you take our relationship from our, with our father away from us like that? So he's he's trembling. He's like he's so mad. So uh, Ivanka, I forget her name. Anyway, I, I forget. I, I keep I butchering her name, but I forget. But anyway, she says, "Do you forgive her?" I'm talking about the mother. He was like, first of all, she says, "Do you have an apology?" She says, "She says uh, I forget verbatim how she said it first, but she says, I want to know why you ain't fight harder." Oh. Like it, it it made me so upset. I wanted to. I wanted to jack her up so bad. Oh. Then she said, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, you know, like you wasn't really sorry. And then she said, do you forgive me? He was like, I can't. I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. You stole my relationship with my daughters when they were younger, growing up. And now they're traumatized because of things that happened when they were younger. Now they got to go get help. And, you, and she was so bitter and mad. And these are stories that happen every day, all day long. Yes. And father's the bad one. And I'm not saying fathers are not, you know, I'm not saying fathers are angels. All I'm saying is <laughs> it's three sides to every single story. It is. You know, the one thing you just said a minute ago when you said, um, as fathers, we should hold each other accountable. You know, yeah. when I posted my video, right, talking about how some women owe their children an apology because they mm -hmm. created a false narrative about their fathers, right? right? Some women were very bitter. They were very hurt. And all they did was push the father away because of the personal relationship they had with the father. They couldn't see that. Maybe we didn't work out, but he could have been a good father to my children. They couldn't see it, right? So now they created a, a narrative and they kept telling these children. Over years of being told something, most minds will believe, right? Right? So if you tell somebody they're a loser for their whole life, they will believe that they're a loser. So yep. when we look at this scenario, right, the, 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 the girl... You know, I'm sitting here thinking like, damn, like you, you, you know, you, you've created this false narrative to these children. And now these children are mad at fathers who really wanted a relationship with them, who really wanted to love them, who were still learning how to be fathers. But again, a, a job is always learned better when doing right. And, and a lot of men, they don't know what being a father is. But if you alleviate the, the ability to even do it. How will he ever become efficient or effective at doing it? Because me at 17, I didn't grow up with my father but I learned how to be one by doing it, right? And noticing right. that I know he needs me and I have to try to be the best me, so I got to work on myself and I just got better and better and better. I kind of tell my son, he was like the, um, he's a, he's the mistake child, meaning I made all my mistakes with him, so the yeah, other the ones are better. Pig. He was the guinea was pig. The guinea pig. Yes, and I tell him that all the time. He laughs and I'm like, you know, it, I'm better at it because of you and I always thank him for it. And one of my episodes- well, That's my oldest. I like that, yes. my oldest. yes. You know, one of my episodes on my podcast, I actually brought him on and I apologized to him on my mm -hmm. podcast. 
And I said, I want to apologize to you. He said, why? I said, I didn't know how to be a father to the magnitude of what I know today. So I want you to understand that I was young. And I'm not saying this because I'm looking for forgiveness. I'm saying this because I want you to know where my heart is. I said, and, and, at, and at, at almost 40, and at, 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 as a teenager, it's two different mentalities. And I said, you know, a lot of my, my structure was yelling. Now I sit down and have a conversation with him. Last night we sat in my movie theater in my house and we watched anime. That's what he's into. So we watched yeah. it just because Father's Day, I said, I'd rather spend time with you and watch anime. And he, yeah. he, he's like, yeah. I said, these are the things you start seeing that money can't buy, right? Money can't right. buy this. And I said, money is a tool that we need, but it's not the God, right? right. And, and, and that's why I want to commend you to understand that. Like you said, you could have chased the, the money, but you chased your family. Mm -hmm. and, and that's one thing that a, a lot of people won't. You know, I, I tell one of my kids' mothers, I'm not going to say which one. I tell her all the time, if I was a deadbeat father, I think you would respect me more. But the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is that I don't want to be a deadbeat father, I think you don't respect me. I said, a woman right now who has a guy who doesn't want to do half of what I want to do for my kid will respect me so much more than you do because you're only accustomed to seeing what I do. So you take it for granted. And I said, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a woman that wish they had a father like me in their life. For a fact. And you're blocking the relationship. Yeah. And you're blocking mm -hmm. it. And you don't see it. And I said, I don't hate you. As long as we can just stay consistent, I promise you, like, as hard as it, as hard as it is sometimes, us staying consistent on being there, present, yes. emotionally, right, intellectually, physically. Yes. Sooner or later, when the kids grow up, they know, they know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna like, damn. They're going to wake up. Are you, that's how you acting? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then you start to assess it. Because, you know, a boy turns into a, ma a male to a man, and then he has relationships. And now you're like, damn, my pop went through this. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. I need thing. to walk away from this. Listen, my son said the craziest thing one time. He looked at me and said, I know why you and my mother are separated. And I said, why? He said, Dad, I know why. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, did I ever tell you that? He said, no. He said, I figured it out. I said, because what's misunderstood don't have to be explained. Yeah. I said, you're going to understand. You'll see. It's not easy. I said, my, my son, my son read his mom's text messages from when he was little, when she would talk to me. And me and her are tight now. I love her. That's my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, she loved my she loved my kids. It's not even hers. Wow. Miles and Sam. Wow. But when we were younger, we were both immature, right? And we said things we shouldn't have said. But I was never vicious with my words. She was very vicious at the time. And when you're young like that, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, you say things you don't really mean. But he read them. And then he told me about a year ago, he said, yo, dad. Oh, that was crazy how she's talked to you, man. Like, because now he's old, he's 22. He's dealing with you know women. You don't know, man. I'm going into basketball games, I'm about to play the Lakers, and I'm getting a crazy text. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you got to focus, you know what I mean? Because yeah. especially when you love someone, but you don't know how to love them, and then they beat you up with words, you like, you're like, damn, yo. Like, you don't even know what real love is now. Like, it's just toxic. Like, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the love language. I, and I've told myself after I was like, I don't want to be around this type of, like, this frustration, you know? So, you know, you learn. You learn the older you get. You know, he's close to me and he's close to his mother. 
You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but you learn the older you get, you whether your like father, that. he's in your mother's tendencies. I agree. I agree. You know, it's it's dope when life comes full circle and you and you smile because um I used to fight for a relationship for my, with my son and that was there. It's it's beyond good. And he lives in my house. We enjoy each other. We we try to make something, do something at least once or twice a month, just me and him. You know, mm -hmm. um, and, and it is amazing when you know you're allowed to be a father. Mm -hmm. Right, it's, it's because, again, I always tell people, three children, three different types of personalities, you have to learn how to parent each one. But I have mm -hmm. to be around them to learn how to parent them, right? So right. a person will say, you're not being a good parent. How can I be a good parent when I'm not around them? So if a person is saying that the father's not being a good father because he's not around his kid because you're not allowing it, but he's giving money, that means you only see him as a paycheck, right? right. You don't see him as a father. And we have right. to change it in order to really uh, be able to allow our children, children to be comfortable. You know, I really realized right. I was a, a single child. Uh, I come from a single parent when I was at a parent-teacher conference and I would see dads. And it really affected me like, wow, I have no dad here. You know, yeah. and then, you know, some women, I hate to say this, I don't like when they say that I'm his dad. A woman could never be a dad. Yeah. It doesn't exist, right? A man could never be a mom. That's right? just crazy. That's crazy. Uh, so... You know, I, I mean, when women say that I'm a mother, I'm like, listen, I'm a parent. I'm a parent. Okay, I'm a parent. I'm a parent. That's yeah. it. I'm a all this. I'm a mother. Like that's that's not a badge of honor. It's not a badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't we we're not doing that, right? Yeah. Because some of you take that title to the fullest and you you use it the wrong way, and it's not cool. And a lot of men do too. But I'm just saying. When you, that bragging and boasting, that bragging and boasting shit, like, good for you. Yes. God made you a female so you can have a child. Good for you. Now what do you do from there? Let's raise it together. You know what what are you developing from there? Right. Are you developing yourself to be your yes. best version so that your children can be able to be their best version? Because if you're just this bitter-ass little child inside your brain, but yet you have a grown-up body, you're playing an adult that you don't even know exists, truthfully. Agreed. Agreed. It's bad because the climate, you know, it's just bad. You know, but we can go on all day about this, you know, and it's and it's sad, right? But we gotta we gotta learn how to how to um forgive and uh, and move on because people grow, yeah. people change, people elevate, right? I tell people all the time, don't hold me to who I used to be because you'll you won't see who how great I am today if you keep mm -hmm. thinking about who I was, right? New chapter of my life, and I'm writing it, and I'm happy in the chapter that I am, right? But I've seen the past. You know, I'm not stuck in my glory days and my wonder years. I'm creating new, new, new chapters. While God has given me life, I'm going to keep enjoying it. You know, mm -hmm. if, if you can tell a, a young person right now who's on this live or watching this, what would you tell someone, not even just a man or a woman, what kind of motivation would you give somebody? Um, I think... Uh, I think uh, it's it's kind of it's 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 kind of uh, hard navigating through life, especially at a young age, because you you know you have um, so much uh, chaos, so much influence, so many different things. I think learn as much as you can, um, but also too is like intelligence without ambition is a bird without wings, right? So, you know, while you work on your intelligence of oneself, your ambition has to have intentions to be great. 
Yes. Right. And to help us. And, you know, I never, I've never seen a person fail who's trying to learn themselves. Yes. Right. Like it may be a struggle in the beginning. Yes. But um, the more you try to learn yourself, the more you start to understand how amazing life is, can be, and what you can do to contribute. So, um, you know, uh, be selfless, not selfish. Yes, yes. I love it. Kat, how could they keep up with you? How could they check in with you and see see what else you got coming and going on? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. It's uh, Katino's Life, C-U-T-T-I-N-O-S-L-I-F-E. Um, I don't really use TikTok much or Snapchat, none of that stuff. I just do Instagram. Um, I have a podcast called Dad's Point of View. Yes. Uh, we're going to start filming soon again. Um, and yeah, I'm looking to go around the world and, and just interview fathers and mothers who support fathers or just women in general who support fathers um, just to kind of help fathers out there in the world. But, you know, um, I appreciate you letting me be on your podcast. Well, I appreciate I, you for uh, coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I'm on Instagram, Catino's Life. And what do you have? Any uh, other future endeavors that you got coming up? Um, I do speaking engagements that I'm be doing, but uh, more so just me, man, focused on dad's point of view and raising my kids and my kids' friends. That's <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's dope, though. That's dope. Man, look, uh, one thing I will say is before we get out of here, man, you at peace, and I love it. You know, to see a guy that looks like you, that understands life, right, that's been through ups, downs, lefts, rights, right, but still striving and still doing great, and always in good spirit. Every time I talk to you, ladies and gentlemen, I just want y'all to know it is never bitter when we talk about parenting. It's just the truth, right? And yeah. in order to, to fix, we have to talk about the truth. Some people take everything so personal, but I'm like, listen, it is not personal. I am not bitter. I have a great life, right? And I'm not talking about from just a money aspect. I'm talking about just living aspect, right? So for someone that's a young parent, I just want you to say this. That may be going through this, what we were just talking about. What would you say to them? Hmm. Or maybe even an older parent too, because both. Yeah, both I mean, stay, stay stay consistent. Work on yourself. Yes. Um, you know, I think I think for me, um, it's just my own thing is work on accepting. Uh, you know, my imperfections. Yes. Um. Um. Being consistent and, and present with my kids. Yes. Um, and, and you know, just like the universe is actually your God. Um, yes. And understand that don't get excited by yeses and don't get emotional by noes. Um, you know, because, you know, some days, you know, <laughs> it's your day and some days it's not. So, you know, stay consistent with your children. Um, stay it. in their life. And if you can't, you know, there's maybe, there's maybe people out there that, that, you know, I, I feel bad for you that can't see their kids. So every single day, write a three sentence, three, four sentences of what you would have talked to them about that day and hold that journal and, and, and be able to give it to them the day you do see them so they can understand that, wow, like, and date it, and date yes, it. Yes. So they can say that, wow, my dad really thought of me. You know, my mom really thought of me. When they, you know, if they're being alienated, I don't know, but just stay consistent, man. Stay yes. consistent. Um, and, and try your best to stay around positive individuals, right? I'm not yes. going to, you know, if his father's, you know, wanting to reach out, I'm not going to sit here and bash the mom, 
right? Let's just talk about you as an individual so you can be better, so you can have enough energy to be able to pour that into your child when possible. I love it. I love it. Kat, you already know how I feel about you. I don't even got to say anything. You know, I value you. I respect you. I appreciate you. You know, man, coming on it. Man, you made my day today, man. It's never Thank like, you, listen, brother. it's like catching up with an old friend every time we talk, big bro. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> we go for hours doing this, man. But um, yeah, yeah. I just want you to know I appreciate you. And thank you for doing this for me. You know, I'm going to give you your yes. flowers again while you're here on earth. We're not going to talk about you at your funeral. We're going to talk about you today. And we love you. We value you. And I and keep striving being the great father that you are and the great man that you are. Because God is definitely working on you and he's working on us so we can keep elevating and helping other brothers become stronger, right? And I want you to know yes, I appreciate sir. you, man. Appreciate you too, brother. Be Th good, man. Thanks, big bro. All right. All right. All right, Kat. So, you know, guys, you know, this is my guy, man. He's an amazing guy, man. Love it. I love it. You know, um, you know, we, you know, we built a good relationship and a good rapport. As you can see, Katino Mobley, amazing man. Need I say more? For those who know, want to keep up with the content, follow us at Don't Let That Go Over Your Head on all platforms. For those who want to check out this episode and more episodes, definitely keep checking in. We're going to keep working on YouTube is Empowered Dynasty. Until next time, as we always say, don't let that go over your head.